Welcome to Badass, Badass, the podcast. It's the podcast, Highlighting body positivity, particularly for plus-size women of color. Oh, it's no shame to the penny. It's a space for self-love, self-care, self-motivation, and all the other self-building up shit you can think of. Let's have some fun. Hey, hey, we're back, we're back, we're back with another episode of Badass, Fat Ass, the podcast. I am Belle Janelle, I'm happy to be here, as always, because this is my happy place. Remember, remember I used to say that early on, it really is my happy place, I always enjoy doing this, so welcome back, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I Didn't I tell y'all I was coming back? Did, who doubted me? Who doubted your girl? I'm back for another episode. I'm back and I'm better. Kinda. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope everyone is doing well and remaining safe, remaining healthy, and whatever it is that it is that you need to do to do your part in um, these uncertain times. You know, early on in the pandemic, I got so tired of them saying, because these uncertain times. Anybody else, I know everybody had to have received emails from all these different organizations and businesses, goddamn TGI Fridays, Chili's, like all these places sending emails during these uncertain times. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to hear from Fridays. What I need to hear from is the people that got my car note, um, rent um car insurance like all these bills that i typically pay let me know what y'all got to say during these uncertain times bitch are you waiving late fees are you waiving the whole the bill in whole let me know so during these uncertain times i hope that you (laughs) like fridays and chilies you're doing your part to make sure that everyone um is safe and well, so welcome back. I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing what, I, what I'm doing, doing the best I can to maintain um, a level of positivity. I was talking to a friend earlier and um, I try to take some time to check in with people that I either keep in contact with or maybe haven't heard from in a while to see how they're doing through all of this, how their family's doing, especially my friends with children. I try to check in with them and, you know, ask how the kids doing and all of that. I was talking to a friend and, um, you know, she asked me like, how, how are you doing? And I was like, girl, I'm cool. And the days that I don't feel cool, I sit in those fields, fill them out, and um, just hope for a better tomorrow. I am not forcing myself to be all like hyper positive and, you know, super optimistic. I am naturally an optimistic person, but listen, this shit is taking a toll on um, everything. And so I just try to be as real to myself as I possibly can. And keep in mind that this is tough and it's okay if it's some hard days. Um, I remember one week 
during this pandemic, the whole week was just all bad for me. I was really sad all week long. Um, thought about my family and the idea of not knowing when I'm going to see my mom and dad again physically. Um, and it was just a lot. So I was, I cried that whole week, child. I barely worked. Like I could not focus on work. And so I, and I didn't, I just, I didn't force myself to like snap out of it. I didn't force myself to like push through none of that shit. And I know, you know, sometimes that stuff is beneficial. I'm not saying that it's anything wrong with it. What I am saying though, is what, what works for me is to just live in the moment. And if in the moment I'm not feeling well, or if in the moment I'm just like, blah, I'm going to be blah. However long that blah feeling lasts, I'm going to allow it to last and pass in its own timing. So yeah, that whole week and every day I literally was waking up like, okay, girl, you know, time to work. And it just, it just wasn't hitting me. It work just wasn't really, wasn't quite curling. <laughs> Y'all remember that joke from Kings of Comedy? No? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't, I just couldn't focus. And so I allowed myself that week to be in the funk, be in my feels and be sad and stay in my room <laughs> most days. Um, that's just what I did. So, um, I would hope that during this time you would allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you feel and whatever you need to do to cope. Um, you know, if you have a support system, if you need to journal, if you want to take a couple of shots, whatever it is that you feel like you need to do to, um, make yourself feel better, I would encourage you to go ahead and do that. Um, and, and, and. It, I would hope that it is something that is not harmful to you. Okay. So here we are. Um, I don't know what week this is during the pandemic. Because, you know, people has had, has, yeah, has had, right? <laughs> there have been different um, stages and starting points for different people and depending on where you are. So um, I am still working from home. I live in the state of Georgia and child we've made national news please know i am not following whatever the fuck kemp is telling the people to do i am staying my ass in the house okay i don't have time to be out here being unsafe um so welcome back as i've already said i do want to talk about and i know i said on my last episode if you can hear me um clicking keys and stuff like that it's because i'm looking up shit <laughs> but i know on my last episode i talked about um what it means to be fat and quarantined and um what that looks like for me and you know this idea of and I didn't really want to use the word fat phobia because I noticed lately that makes people really uncomfortable people do not want to be called out on their shit and called out to the surface um that they are fat phobic right but that's just what it is um a lot of the times when we have this idea of what is or isn't acceptable, especially as it relates to fat bodies, I really do think that that lies in um, fat phobia. 
And so, you know, just this whole idea of not wanting to gain the quarantine 15 or not wanting to get too fat. You want to make sure you can fit your clothes when the pandemic is over. All of this stuff that really does lie in fat phobia. Call it whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it how I see it. That lies in us not liking um, having a no level of tolerance or acceptance for fat bodies. And I saw um, a post. Well, I, so I do want to get a little, talk a little bit about this whole comparison between Jill Scott and Lizzo, which is absurd to me. <sighs> Literally crazy. I don't, I don't know why we always feel like we got to like put fat people up against each other anyway, especially flat, fat black women. I don't think that Lizzo and Jill Scott can be compared. Um, before I jump into that a little bit, um, I saw, I've been seeing posts about, you know, this conversation and people are always super critical of Lizzo and always have such negative things to say about her. Now, I am definitely a Lizzo fan. Um, I'm more of a fan, a fan of what she stands for than her music. Love her music. I'm not saying I dislike her music. I love her music, but I'm more of a fan of what Lizzo represents than, um, than her actual music. And, you know, I really wish people would cut the shit with these like backhanded compliments that they give her or the little snarky remarks. Um, my thing is just say you don't want to see fat people naked or, um, their body exposed in any sort of way and go, please just say that and go like the, the, the extra stuff, the stuff that you, 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 you trying to make it colorful and say something without actually saying it. Miss me with that shit. Just say what it is that you want to say and please collect your things and go. We won't hold you. We already know y'all don't like fat bodies. <laughs> Hello. Nothing is new. Okay. But, um, yeah, I saw a post and I, I, I started to react to it, but I've been reminding myself lately that I do not have to engage with everything. Neither do I have to defend every goddamn thing. I mean, to be completely honest, it ain't my fight. Um, but sometimes I do feel the need to speak up because I want to be a voice for people who refuse to use their voice. So sometimes I speak up. It just depends. And, and there, there are other times where I'm like, eh, I don't need to engage with that. Um, so, this whole idea um, of, and is this Madame Noir? Yes, Madame Noir. There is an article that was published uh, May 12th comparing Jill Scott and Lizzo. And the title says, Jill Scott and Lizzo are treated differently because Lizzo makes people uncomfortable. I do agree with that. There's no disagreement there. But why are we comparing Lizzo to Jill Scott? They represent two completely different things. First of all, completely different generations. Like, they're just different in, in every aspect of the word different. Um, 
And I think they have two different belief systems as well, right? But I think as it relates to representing plus-size women, I think they represent two different spectrums of that. And people... I don't know that Lizzo's music compares in the same way or can compare to Jill Scott's music. First of all, it's just different. It's different music. Jill's music is very R&B. It's neo-soul. It's sultry. It's, it's sometimes it can be like smooth jazz. Lizzo's music is very pop. It's crossover. Um... Some of it can be considered a little bit of R&B. It's fun music. But, so I don't know if the comparison is um, as, as artists. I don't think that they even, you know, relate in that way. I don't think that they are similar artists. So, I just don't know why we feel the need to compare the two so i see a tweet where somebody says why come y'all don't treat jill scott like y'all treat lizzo y'all be gagging at everything lizzo do but someone said jill scott come probably tastes like cinnabutter from texas roadhouse and she was on stage sucking imaginary dick i mean sure jill definitely is very risque. Um, and Jill's music has been explicit, um, metaphorically and um, literally. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Auntie talks about what she talks about. And you know that she's talking about sucking dick, okay? <laughs> so, but I don't think that Lizzo's music is of the same caliber. Um, she's not really talking about the same thing. So I don't know why that was even brought up. And Jill has been in the game for much longer. And, and, and let's just call a thing a thing. Jill Scott is more acceptable when it comes to just the overall appearance of her. And this is no shade at all to Jill. But Jill is not very flamboyant um and 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 with her antics I guess um she definitely covers up mostly um she's very just a, a classy lady and I think that has a lot to to do with just the generation that she was born in you know Xers generation Xers are you know they they they're on the cusp of baby boomers in terms of just you know this idea of not always being heard and being seen they um can be a little conservative um you know they just they're not very out i'm not gonna say outspoken but just kind of put out there kind of people and that's just the that's just the reality of the generation and i think we have to keep that kind of shit in mind when we try to compare people like Lizzo is a millennial and millennials we're very much out there we are very much do not care about what people think have to say we you know we march to the beat of our own drums we 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 just do whatever and without question we not really like considering 
our mamas and them and what they think and trying to make sure we represent them in, in a certain way like we're very just indi individualistic is that a word <laughs> it might be it might not be but we are really just into ourselves and making sure that at the end of the day we're doing what what works for us and so i think that jill and lizzo though represent two different things um while kind of being in the same group right like they're both plus-size women um beautiful black women and i think it's just on two different ends of the line um jill is like i said very you know wrapped up put together risque she gonna tell you something but it's like in a very colorful way whereas lizzo is gonna just tell you flat out like yeah my pussy is whatever <laughs> jill is gonna figure out some type of m metaphor to tell you that you know um and so i don't know why they would be compared negatively when i think that they represent very similar things just on two different sides right like jill is here lizzo is 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 there same line though same line i don't think there's anything wrong with it i just really hate that when it comes to lizzo it's always like people think that she's doing shit for for show for clout you know putting on these antics and doing all this stuff to get approval um and i i don't see it like that that could be true that's not how i see it and that's not what it um it means for me i should say um for me it's just she's an extremist that kind of paves the way for other big women to feel comfortable with themselves um and i think when you are an extremist or a radicalist if you will you do go extreme measures that other people just wouldn't but that opens the door for i mean like lizzo having her ass out at that game what was it the lakers game and everybody made such a fuss about it. But that could have encouraged um, somebody just to want to wear their arms out. Or be okay with wearing their legs out. Like, God, we, we, we never know. And yeah, you know, she's going to take these extreme measures because she can. Because she's a celebrity. And God, I'm not going to have my ass out at a Hawks game. <laughs> you know? But because that's who she, you know, she's at that status, it's almost acceptable. Well, not almost, but it is acceptable for her to be able to do that, even though it kind of wasn't acceptable because everybody made such a fuss about it. So, you know, I think that we really have to get past this idea that she is like um, doing too much or doing the most. I think that she's doing what she's doing and it opens the door for... Um, people that look up to her to feel comfortable to do whatever it is that they feel like they've been holding themselves back from with feeling comfortable about themselves and their body. It, it's, and, and, and I think in this, even in the same conversation, Jill Scott has done the same thing in a different way. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. Y'all, we are just always super critical for no reason and we really got to stop and we really got to stop like pitting black women against each other and i don't know that that's what the um the intention was 
Um, but just the the whole thing of like why y'all don't treat Jill Scott like y'all treat Lizzo. I mean, why would you want Jill Scott to be treated the way that Lizzo has been treated? Lizzo has been treated awfully. Um, so why would we ask for that to happen to someone else? No one else deserves that type of treatment. Um, Lizzo has taken that treatment like a champ. Um, always capitalizing off of the shit. But, you know, it's... We shouldn't want that for someone else. We shouldn't want someone else to receive that same treatment. So, it's just always so crazy to me when it comes to black women. Fat black women, too. How we are always super critical and always trying to make, you know fetch happen with these comparisons and this person's better than the next is listen we can all win it's room for everybody it's room for everybody so please cut that shit out cut it out that's my soapbox <laughs> and that's what i wanted to talk about because i just kept seeing the stuff and i'm like you know what i ain't gonna comment on this post i ain't gonna retweet this i'm not gonna do that it's just let please let people live chill with the comparisons and they're in two different lanes um i think jill is who she is rightfully so lizzo is who she is rightfully so completely different lanes again i think they kind of represent the same things it can be on the same line just two opposite ends of the spectrum and like i said before their music different and like this is not it's like completely different so we just we be bored and we be making up shit that's just the bottom line sorry for all the noise i'm moving things around <laughs> but yeah we be bored we we just be trying to find any old thing to talk about and oh, get some business but pick up a hobby during the pandemic do something else Damn, leave black women alone. Okay? Leave us alone. How about that? Anyway, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I told you I would be back. I told you I would have more to talk about. And there will be more coming up. Don't ask me when, bitch, because I don't have a date. Okay, it just you'll get it when you get it. <laughs> but I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for rocking with me. As always, this is always so fun. And um, we'll be back for more of Badass Fat Ass, the podcast. While we are fat and quarantined. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Instagram. B A double D underscore fat ass. Bye.